Today is uh, Thursday, May 4th, uh, 2017. This is the Fiction Old and New Book Group, and tonight we're discussing Anne Patchett's uh, most recent novel, Commonwealth. I'm just going to give you a little information about Anne Patchett. Um, Anne Patchett was born on December 2nd, 1963, in Los Angeles. After her parents divorced when she was six years old, her mother moved her and her sister to Nashville, Tennessee. Her mother is the novelist Jean Ray, and her father was a Los Angeles police officer who served for 33 years and participated in the arrest of Charles Manson and Sirhan Sirhan. She graduated from Sarah Lawrence College and has an MFA from the University of Iowa writing program. After graduating, she worked for nine years at Seventeen Magazine, writing nonfiction articles. Her first novel, The Patron Saint of Liars, was published in 1992 and was made into a 1998 television movie. She's written both uh, fiction and nonfiction books and is best known for her fourth novel, Bel Canto, which won the Penn Faulkner Award and the Orange Prize. Tonight's book, Commonwealth, was published in 2016. In a starred review in Publishers Weekly, Commonwealth was described as funny, sad, and ultimately heart-rending family portrait, a collage of parents, children, stepchildren, and step-siblings. Patchett elegantly manages a varied cast of characters, showing her at her peak in humor, humanity, and understanding. Um, in 2011, she opened Parnassus Books when she discovered that Nashville no longer had a good independent bookshop. Um, so why don't we see what everybody thought of the book? And one thing that I was wondering is, what did you think of the structure of this book? It moved from time period to time period, from character to character. <laughs> did you like that structure, or did you find that structure kind of uh, you know, difficult to follow? Yeah, hi, this is Jenny. I hope I'm not too loud. Um, the structure was very interesting. I found that it, I really struggled with it in the beginning. In fact, I read the book two times. It was very difficult to sort out who was who and who was related to who. And I I think that that's a, a structure, you know, switching back and forth from time period and um, that I'm not sure why she chose it. Um, but I don't think that I particularly liked it very much. Um, but I did, upon rereading the book, you know, kind of get more connected to all the characters. But initially it was tough. I really struggled with it. Um, for me, Michelle, it's interesting. This morning I, I, I had not planned on planned reading the book, but I thought, what the heck, I'm bored, so I'll see if I can finish the book in one day. And I did. Um, I, I, like Jenny, I only read the book once, of course, but I did not... Um, when I was about halfway through the book, I was about right above. I was like, I really do not like this book. Um, the jumping around from time period to time period really, really confused me. I mean, I, I guess I got used to it after a while, but I mean, I mean, I, I, I never knew from, I never knew from chapter to chapter where it was going to go, what was going to go on. I mean, you, usually when you read a book, usually you kind of you kind you can kind of guess certain things about the story or kind of kind of have some thoughts of what you think might happen uh this book that was not the case um did i did i hate did i absolutely hate this book no i did not hate it did i like it um not 
not so much. I mean, it was okay. I mean, I think this is for. Do I think this book would be good for a book club discussion like this? Uh, oh, most definitely it is. But it's not a book that I think. Um, I think I'll be reading again anytime soon. I'll hang on to it, but uh, it it's just it was just very strange. I mean, I had a hard time really liking um, a lot of the characters, really caring about them. I mean, it was it, it, it was all right. Yeah, I, I actually agree with both of you. Um, like Ginny, I actually ended up reading the book twice because I figured I have to <laughs> lead the book group discussion, and I did find the structure kind of confusing. Um, I did hear Ann Patchett talk in uh, in an interview, and the interviewer asked her, you know, about that question, and she said that she felt that she had written lots of other stuff, but she kind of just didn't feel all the extra stuff was necessary. And I have to say, I I do not agree with her, because I was really confused a lot of times. The story jumped around from character to character, from time period to time period. Um, And even though, you know, after a while I figured out the relationships from everybody, I felt like I was missing a lot of the story, because they went from children to being adults, and what happened in between? And how did they end up in all these different locations? And how did that all happen? I, I, I don't know. Um, I thought the most vivid characters for me were Franny, who I think is based on Ann Patchett herself. I think that's the character that she's supposed to represent because this is a very autobiographical novel. It's actually based on her own real-life uh, family, um, Albie and Fix Keating. I thought those were the three more vivid characters that I had more of a handle on. Um, I, I thought some, you know, with, I thought it was, I thought the writing was really good, but the story just didn't hold together for me. Um, I liked the scenes where they talked about caretaking, um, the scene where Carolyn and Franny, who were sisters, um, went to see Fix when he was receiving chemotherapy. And the scene when they went to the beach after the three of them went to see the movie version of the book. I thought all those kind of scenes with, you know, the daughters and their their father who was older and not well anymore. I thought they were really good. Or even the scene with Teresa when she was really sick and they ended up taking her to the hospital. I thought those were really good scenes. And they showed, you know, the whole issue about aging parents. Um, They were good. They were really good. Um... And the whole issue about divorce and step families, um, which is a good issue. I mean, it's an important issue. There's many people that live have blended families, um, but I did think it was kind of weird when they were in Virginia and Beverly kept sleeping all day long, and the kids were roaming around the neighborhood, and then they got the gun from the car. And as it turned out, that Cal, I thought Cal originally died from the gunshot wound, but I think he died from a bee sting instead. But still, they were, you know, the kids were really neglected all the time um, when they were staying with Beverly and Bert. Um, so it showed some of those kind of issues. So I think the issues were good, and I think the scenes were good. It just wasn't enough of a story for me. Uh, this is exactly Michelle. I definitely agree with you, Michelle, and. Um I agree, I agree with you. Um, I, I, I do the characters. I, the, the Franny, Franny definitely was one of the most drawn out. And Sam, well, we, we heard about Fix. Fix wasn't interesting. I didn't like Fix. And I do agree with you. Fix was interesting, and so was Albie. The others, Holly, kind of going off to kind of going off to that um, switch. Uh, that um, that kind of that that that. Um, <laughs> 
he hadn't meditated that to that place in Switzerland just because she heard the doctor the doctor was going to give her a medication for anxiety and she thought he said meditation so she just goes off on this whole you know okay I'm going to Switzerland where they, where they make these where they make these wooden sticks and that's how I make our money it just seemed kind of I, I just didn't really get that uh, Jeanette Jeanette you know here she goes from this girl who doesn't really talk much and is kind of off by herself, you know, hanging out in closets with the kitten, with the cat, to, you know, she's got, she's married, she's got a husband, she's got a job, it's just kind of like, huh? And we, we didn't really hear anything much at all about Carolyn, and, um, yeah, you, you are, you're right about Cal, him dying, him dying from the, 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 the beast, the, the beast thing, and those guys, and all those kids, you know, taking, taking, taking the, um, Taking the Benadryl pills and giving them to Al- to Albie, so he kind of uh, you know, so he, so he totally goes to sleep. And uh, that was funny. That well, not funny, but interesting. That time when they were all uh, kids and they went went out to the lake and out they, they they just kind of like here, Albie, take these. He took the pills uh, and, and he lay back in the grass and they just kind of went off and just kind of left him the whole day sleeping. They come back, oh yeah, here you go. We're we're all going back now and they're like. Yeah, I agree. It is not parenting when the parents are sleeping and the kids are just off. You know, I mean, like my, I'm just saying. Well, you know, with my sisters, my parents never would have. My, my parents, my parents never would have done. They never would have just. They never would have done that to us. But um, I do agree with you a lot. A writing style was interesting, but you're right. The story, it was. It, 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 it was. There was quite a bit that it was lacking. I'm sorry, I'm late, this Alan. Uh, are, are, are we saying whether we like the book now, or, or, or am I too early to do that, or let me know? Hi, Alan. Thanks for coming. Um, basically, we were just talking about um, the structure of the book, the way it jumped around a lot in time periods and from character to character, if there were any characters that you thought were particularly vivid for you. Um, I found Franny, Albie, and Fix Keating. They were the most vivid characters for me. We were talking a little bit about the issues that came up in this book about uh, blended families and divorce and step-siblings and how when the kids went to Virginia, Beverly you know, just sort of neglected them and they went roaming around. And I, I don't know about you, but I originally thought that Cal had been shot with the gun, but then it turned out that he died in that, that kind of freak accident with the bee sting. Um, and also about how the scenes with the aging parents where Carolyn and Franny um, stayed with Frick Fix when he got chemotherapy and the end of the book where they took Teresa to the hospital. So we were just trying to figure out, you know, did the structure work for you? Did you feel like things were missing from the story? You know, kind of your impressions of the book. Yeah, uh, and I think you just hit the, hit the nail on the head about what my problem with the book was. It just jumped around way too much and... Uh, I, I'll tell you, I, I'm an analytical kind of guy, and, uh, uh, and, and you know, I understand books don't have to go chronologically, and they, and they, they can jump around and, and still be good. I, I, I don't think this one was good, though, I, 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 and, and that was my problem with it. It, it jumped around way too much. I, I didn't really think the way she chose to begin it with the kids and stuff it, it it just didn't get me linked into the book I, I, I gotta admit the opening with all the it just opening just seemed all way too 
dysfunctional. I mean, the the families were obviously dysfunctional, but I, I thought the story was kind of dysfunctional in trying to get us hooked into it. And it, it just didn't do it for me. My favorite scene in the whole book was when Albie visited Jeanette's family in Brooklyn and her African husband and her little boy and stuff. I thought that was the best part of the book. And and the, the rest of it, I don't know, it just... I just had a hard time connecting with anybody, and uh, I, I, I didn't, uh, I mean, I really wasn't bored, and I kept reading, and I, and I finished it, and, and, and stayed with it and stuff, but it, it just, it, it just didn't, uh, uh, I, I don't think the way she opened the book really did anything to draw me into it, uh, so, yeah, that, that that's me, I mean, I read it, and I'm sure... I mean, and I, I'm going to comment some more and stuff, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure I can, can uh, y'all probably got some, some things to say that I missed, but uh, I, I, I had a hard time connecting with it the, the way it opened. And, and yeah, and, and, and like y'all said, they kept talking about Cal dying, and I kind of thought he'd killed himself until we found at the very end that, that a bee stung him. So uh, it, it was different. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think the scene in Brooklyn was good, actually. And I liked, I think it was Jeanette, right, who was in Brooklyn. I, I liked her as a character. I thought it was very vivid. Um, Albie was a very troubled soul, but he seemed to, you know, get better. As And I liked the fact that he could go and stay with his sister and that she welcomed him and, you know, she was... He, he was able to stay there with them and everything was good and I think there was a connection between a lot of the characters and I guess you know I, I'm not from a family of divorce so I, I don't have as good understanding I guess of how that works a lot of times you know do you become very close to your step siblings or do you kind of stay with your own siblings and that and there's a distance with your step siblings I guess it probably depends on how old you are when this happens you know did you grow up with them did you not grow up with them um, you know that kind of thing so I was trying to sort of get a handle on all of the relationships between all of the kids and the parents and it seemed like the I mean the end of the book um, what was it? It was Franny and was it Bert at the end of the book? I'm mixing every all the characters up. So there was like relationships between step siblings and step parents and everything like that. But I I had a hard time sort of understanding how close everybody was, or if they just like there was Franny and Carolyn were sisters, and then the four of the other ones except Cal died, they were siblings, and I sort of saw them as sort of separate units, I guess a little bit. Um, so I, I don't know. I, there was a lot missing for me in this book. I mean, a, a real lot. I, you know, I had heard an interview with her, and she talked about how she had written so much stuff, but she didn't think it was necessary. And I kind of disagreed with her. I thought it was necessary because I really wanted to know what was going on with all these characters. Um, and then in the middle of the book, we have this romance between Franny and Leon Posen, who I kept thinking was some sort of version of Philip Roth, who's you know supposedly notorious for having all of these affairs with younger women. And that's who I thought possibly he was based on. Um, 
And I thought, oh, you know, does Ann Patchett, did she have an affair with, with Philip Roth? I, I don't know, you know, because this, this book is supposed to be very autobiographical, but I, I imagine that's probably made up. And just the whole idea of him appropriating her family history and creating a novel, and then they found out because Albie was given the book when he worked as a messenger, and he read the part about the Benadryl, and he realized it was about his family. And I thought, what a crazy thing, you know, to have to experience, you know, that you read a book about your own family. Um, I'm not an artist, so I guess I, I see it as stealing, and I don't see it as his his right to, to steal her family's history, but I guess there's, you know, varying opinions about that as well. Well, this is Ginny, and I was thinking, um, would I recommend this book, and what did I like about this book? Because I agree with you, I think this postmodern, I think it's called, or modern structure, um, didn't serve the content very well. Um, I think I read. I think I heard an interview with her where she thought it was kind of naturalistic, the way you know people would things would come to them and maybe processing them. I think there were a lot of touching connections in the book. I think at the end there was um, some, you know, people coming together to support each other, um, which you don't always see in blended families. For example, I think it was Bert and Teresa were coming together some other people. One of the things that I think might have helped this book, I read that she was trying to take people from 50 years and she was going, and the book starts in the 1960s, but you can't really tell that, especially if you're younger. Um, There was a lot more um, of a, if it feels good, do it kind of attitude back then. Maybe it would have helped if she'd had some music of the era to kind of cue you in. But um, the parenting style was... um, you know, part of the story and, you know, the fallout from people, um, you know, not being, well, committed to parenting or committed to what they wanted. Um, I, you know, I, I thought that um, there were, a, what I would recommend about the book is this. I think it does a good job of portraying blended families, which I don't have any experience with either. It gives you some idea of um, kind of the oh, I don't know how to, what to call it, but kind of the laxity of some parents in the 60s, and I remember that. Um, I think the character that I, I was very interested in the relationship between um, the writer and Franny, and um, that was, she was a pretty well-drawn character. Um, I loved the change of scenes. Now, there was this scene in that very kind of wonderful setting where Franny was visiting, and that was fun. I recognized a lot of the Los Angeles scenes because I lived in Southern California, and some of those were really well drawn. I, too, was got to the point where it wasn't intriguing for me. If you're going to use this kind of structure, make it intriguing. I mean, the whole thing, like how Cal died, was, you know, not revealed till the end and um but i think on the whole i would recommend this book it was interesting some of the scenes were interesting if you read it two times you probably like it a lot so i don't know who picked this um was it you michelle or sherry or how you came to pick it i know it's very successful and well reviewed well i think the reason why this book is really successful is two reasons. One is um, Ann Patchett has a really well-known bookstore in uh, Nashville, and she's really, really articulate. If you hear her speak, um, you know, she knows how to sell her stuff. And I think a lot of people have name recognition with her now, um, and she's really involved in the book industry. Um, 
You know, I, I, it was a very strange book for me. Um, I, I was the one who picked the book, and on it, and actually, you know, Sherry and I, we, we started this group four years ago in August, um, and we made this deal where one of us would always have read the book completely before we recommended to the group. And, and we had both have honored this the entire time with the exception of this one book. This book I read probably about a third of it and then I picked it and it seemed really good when I first read it. I mean, you know, it was jumping around a little bit but she's a good writer and I thought, oh, it'll all come together. So I had not read the whole book when I picked it for the book group and had I read the whole book, I don't think I would have picked it because it just jumped around too much for me. So um, I only have my Myself to blame for for this one, um, but um, I, you know, I, I thought there were interesting topics. I think I, I don't read that many great descriptions of taking care of aging parents, and I thought that was pretty good in the story. I mean, they were very heartfelt and and you know they were vivid, um, and um, you know just that I can picture them roaming around Virginia, you know, going off to the lake and even going into the car and getting the gun. And, you know, it, there was real tension and suspense, you know, and then suddenly Cal dies. And I thought for sure he died with a gunshot. I mean, I thought for sure. And then at the end, we find out he died at, at, with a bee sting. But there were other parts of it, like when Fix's um, partner died, L- Lomer, um, I kind of wondered what what was this doing in the story? Kind of is it just showing like the randomness of life, just like how Cal died, Lomer died, um, and then the whole thing with with Leon Posen and Franny. It was vivid. I mean, you know, you could picture this this Parker House bar and and their meeting and and you know the setting and wherever it was that they were in their house and you know when they were in the actress's house. You could picture all this kind of stuff, but. Um, you know, she seemed very lost because I thought, you know, she's in her mid to late 20s. What is she doing with this guy? You know, he's not going to marry her. And why is she wasting our time with him? <laughs> and, you know, so it kind of jumped around a real a real lot for me. So um, it was well written, but I don't know. I don't think I, I liked her, the other book that we discussed a couple of years ago, State of Wonder. I like that book actually better than I like this one. Yeah, Michelle, I, uh, don't misunderstand me. I'm really glad that I got a chance to read this. Um, some of the scenes and some of the, the issues were very uh, well portrayed and very interesting. One of the things that she does here, and I think you know, she has some justification for it, is some of the characters don't get developed. Now, they're secondary characters. But, for example, Beverly, you... Um, She's not very well developed, and maybe she doesn't have to be. She's just the iconic, beautiful woman that sets things in motion. Um, but I, I don't remember much about Beverly except that she was beautiful, and um, you know. And I'm not sure. You know, one minute they're kissing, and the next minute they're married. And um, but I again, I say, Michelle, I'm very glad that you picked this book because I think it has a lot to say about contemporary things. Uh, I was very, um, you know, again, I was thinking about some of the paths the women had taken career-wise and why Franny got detoured that way, I'm not sure. And, um, you know, women have come a long way, but they still sometimes, you know, face obstacles in becoming, you know, self-sufficient and financially self-sufficient. And so um, I'm, yeah, again, I, 
I liked very much. Um, you know, this is one of those books that it's more fun to think back on it than it was to read it. Well, I just got to say <clears throat> that, uh, and I understand with blended families, balls get dropped and stuff, but by golly, if I had a child that was as allergic to bee stings as Cal obviously was, and they had had a, a previous experience when, I think they said when he was seven when he got stung, you, by golly, have to tell the rest of the family to be aware of stuff like that, especially if the kids are out together playing all in different parts of the country and, and different settings and stuff. You communicate that kind of information to your kids, just like you would if, they, if one of them was allergic to peanuts and stuff. I mean, there's there's really no... I mean, uh, the, 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 that, that was handled kind of poorly. I mean, she kind of sprung it on us at the end. And you would have let your kids know about stuff like that. And, uh, and, and you would let the stepkids know, too. So I, I think that was handled poorly. And the other scene that I thought was, was interesting was... Uh, when Albie shows up, I mean, obviously he, he he finds out when he reads this book that that, that his life story is featured in it and stuff, and then he shows up at the uh, at, at, at Franny's place with all these people, and and the dadgum uh, you know posing wants to say, oh, well you know it's not your life. I mean, I, you know I, you know that that's just my imagination and stuff. Well, that's a bunch of BS. I mean to to say that here this this kid's just found this out. You know, or you know, late in life, and then then the guy that wrote the book wants to say, "Well, it's not really about you." I mean, come on, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, I think Ginny made a really good point when she was talking about the parenting style from the '60s and '70s, because I think, uh, you know, I think that was I, when I think about what parents do now with their kids. I mean, if, like. If they if they have to go a block or something, they drive them or they walk them or something like that. It's it's so different. Like when I was little, we just roamed around the neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, you know, all kinds of stuff were going on. And and you know, I, I'm the oldest of four. I don't think my mom and dad had half an idea of what was going on. And nowadays, it's it's really different. So even though I was pretty appalled. Um, thinking about Beverly upstairs napping and the kids roaming around the neighborhood and getting access to the gun. I actually think that was unfortunately the way it was a lot of times, um, that parents were not always so on. Like nowadays, they're so on top of everything. You know, the kids are never left alone for five seconds. But I don't I don't think in the 60s, um, you know, or the, or the 70s even, I think I don't think parents were really often maybe some were but i didn't know too many parents that were on top of things um you know as well and the whole thing about appropriating somebody's family history for art um you know i i was pretty appalled about that but i guess if you're an artist everything is art like you just see the world anything that happens in the world is possibilities for art and a lot of times people do you know, when they're writers, they do appropriate a lot of things from their life um, and put it into to novels. And he was so he had such had such a long dry spell. Um, I guess he was looking for material, and he just kind of 
took her story, but I, I can't imagine what that would be like to open up a book and start hearing my family's life story. I would think that would be appalling, you know, to hear that, unless it was like, you know, the greatest story of all time. But to read, you know, something like he was like he didn't realize he was even being drugged with this Benadryl, um, and and to read about that, that was pretty pretty ghastly, actually. Well, yeah, I, I, I think you know what was appalling was for when uh, the guy shows when Albie shows up and confronts a guy. Uh, and, and what's appalling is 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 not to see where he's coming from and to realize, you know, it, it, you know, it, it just to blow him off like that. I, I'd have pushed the man too. I mean, uh, you know, and, and and granted, yeah, I, I agree. You know, we we ran all over the place too when I was growing up too. But I think that if we had a family member that was that was deathly allergic to something, that we would have been made aware of that. I and mean, these kids obviously didn't have a clue. And I, I think that's criminal. Well, I think of the four parents, by far, my favorite was Fix, by far. Beverly, I I think exactly what Ginny said is correct. I mean, she was there. She was the beautiful woman that every man, you know, fell in love with in in three seconds, and that's pretty much what she was. But, you know, she seemed very resentful when, um, you know, the kids came from California to stay with them. She didn't really like if they, you know, I thought it was kind of, I don't know if it was funny or strange when um, Teresa sent them with absolutely no luggage (laughs) and, you know, (laughs) she had to run out and buy them all kinds of stuff and they didn't have a toothbrush and they didn't didn't have anything. I thought, you know, uh, I guess it's a little passive aggressive or something, but Fix just seemed like a pretty honorable kind of fellow Um, and... um, you know, I guess the, the the first scene that Alan had mentioned at the house, you know, it was mostly police officers, I think, um, and a couple of people from the district attorney's office, but I think they used to be police officers. So they all seem pretty, you know, it's not like what we hear about in the press these days about police officers. It seemed like, you know, they were just like regular guys doing their job. And he seemed, he was definitely my favorite. The other one, Teresa... I mean, I didn't have anything against her. I mean, she 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 kind of you know did what she had to do. Um, you know, she took care of her kids. She went to work. You know, she was overburdened. You know, taking care of four four kids on her own. Um, Beverly not so great. And Bert, I I know Sherry really didn't like Bert at all. She was not not a fan of his. So definitely, I think Fix would have been my favorite parent, and probably Teresa my my second favorite. Well, I think my favorite character was the minor one. Was uh, uh, well, a couple of them were, were, were the the two the two people that that married in was the the African husband of uh, of Jeanette, who was so kind to Albie when he showed up. Uh, I thought that was that was very nice. And then uh, uh, I can't remember what Franny's husband's uh, name was. I, I liked him too, and felt so bad for him when they showed up at that Christmas party. And then uh, that doofus that uh, Beverly had married that was treating him like he was uh, uh, the, 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 the help and stuff, which was, which was sad. But uh, I don't know. The, the, the book had its moments, but I, but I think it just, uh, I don't know, it just it didn't really seem to have much of an ending. And just, uh, uh, it, just it seemed like it, had, it left a lot of loose ends, I thought. Yeah, Franny's husband, he was, 
I couldn't quite figure out if he... They seemed to be implying that he married Franny because he needed a mother for his children. Um, and that, he, you know, they I guess they had been roommates when she was working as a, as a waitress, a cocktail waitress. And then they reconnected and he was romancing her. But I didn't really know if, if that was... You know if that was really accurate or not. If he was romancing her because he wanted, it, it seemed very cynical to me to marry somebody just so that they take care of your children. So I wasn't really sure sure about that one. Well, and Michelle, that part really wasn't clear because because definitely the, um, um, the, 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 the Franny and him that they'd known each other. They'd like I said they, they for they first met at college and became when Franny was was was, was going to going to law school. You know what? Uh, trying to go to law school, but that didn't really work out. Um, and then, and then you're right. They were roommates when she was working at that working at that bar in, in Chicago, I think it was. And um, yeah, basically, it sounds like he kind of um, got involved with Franny after after her after her. I think I think I think there was like four or five year her like four or five year. Um, um, a stay with Leon had had, end, had ended in um and then like I said then it's I mean, but he did he did need a wife for for his two kids but or somebody to look after his kids but I really didn't wasn't quite sure why I was kind of quite sure exactly how that's another thing we don't really know because we we kind of have little glimpses of why they may have gotten together but we don't really know exactly for sure how it got together there was so much of this book that I thought that, that, that we did not know there was more of this book that we did know than what we did know in my opinion I mean it was it was just it was uh, confusing at times uh, but um, I, 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 said, I, was, I was so surprised I was so surprised that, that Carolyn and Franny became close because when they were kids Carolyn would always like sla- she was always like slapping Franny and stuff like if, if, if you if you slap someone so hard to knock him down, or one time, uh, Carolyn slapped Franny so hard that her nose started bleeding. That's not just some, it's not just kids fighting. That's actually pretty, uh, it's pretty aggressive. I, I, I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, if any of, if it, well, like I said, my, my mama, well, for me and my family, I got, I got three sisters. I wouldn't, I only, only hit one of my sisters once, and that was because she, no, but, but I mean, very, very seldom have I ever. Well, I really wouldn't uh, want to, you know. Uh, you know, strike strike any of my sisters, but but I mean, but um, it's it's uh, the, the parenting definitely needed needed a, a lot of work. I think it was at uh, and like I said, I, some parts are just kind of some parts were not as interesting to me as others. I liked hearing about them when they were kids and hearing what the kind of things they they got up to when they got older when they're adults. I just didn't, I just didn't like like we don't really. Like I said, we don't really know why some of them did what they did because Albie was just kind of, he was just, he was kind of, he was kind of drifting along lately. Like he'd like he'd stay, like he'd stay there, you know, like he'd stay in one in one um, one place and then he'd move on. But it's kind of interesting. At the end of the book, we did kind of see how like like some of the brothers and sisters, some of them kind of would have certain years where some of them would get closer. Like in the end of the book, they said that uh, that that. that um, uh, Franny, when she would kind of jump back when Albie and the Franny were together, they were, you know, the two of them they were kind of hanging out in that in that sleeping bag because he was because he was high and was doing those drugs and everything. And then and then he they kind of they kind of were uh, together a little bit. But um, I, I do agree that see scene with the with, with Jeanette letting Albie uh, stay at their house that definitely was a very 
very nice scene, like Alan said. Yeah, and I have to agree with Josh, too, that, that, that there was so much that we didn't get. There was a lot, that we did, more, a lot more that we didn't get than we did. And uh, I, I just, you know, I, you know I, I guess she had a reason for, for, for doing it. I just thought it was kind of strange that they, they, they showed uh, Franny and Caroline taking Teresa to the hospital to help Albie. You know, uh, I, I thought that was, that was a good scene. And then darn, they they take her, and then darn, they have the, the you know, the, 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 her prognosis seemed to be that, that she was going to be able to be treated and stuff. And then, then 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 uh, Paget has the, the doctor calling in the middle of the night saying that she died. I just thought that was kind of odd. And then, uh, you know, and then they didn't really have her calling Albie back or anything, telling her what happened. I it just, it, I don't know. It, it was just kind of odd the way she. The stuff that she t- chose to emphasize in the book, and uh, I just, I, I just thought it was kind of bizarre. And uh, 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 so, you know, obviously w- one man's opinion, but I, I just thought that uh, 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 that the stuff that she chose to emphasize wouldn't have been what I would have chosen. And I, I just, uh, I, I, I just didn't care for it. And uh, 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 and I understand. And Paget's supposed to have a, a good following and stuff like y'all mentioned, but uh, this is the first thing I've ever read by her, and I'm 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 really struggling real hard to know if I'm ever going to read anything else by her. Yeah, it, there there's a lot missing from this book. This book, I thought, I don't know if it was how many pages it would be in actual book form, but this book could have been like an 800-page book. It could have been like a 25-hour book. I don't. I think it was like 10 hours. I think it could have been like a 25-hour book because there was so much missing. I, I had no idea. Like, it just jumped from character to character. And, you know, we're in Brooklyn or we're in Switzerland or we're in Virginia. I mean, I'm like, it just kept going all over the place. And Franny was in Chicago. And, I, you know, I, I couldn't even keep track of it half the time. So it was a, I can't really think of another book that I've ever read, which I think is has really, really well-written individual scenes. But it just doesn't come together for me as a novel. I, I really try to think of another book that I've read that's similar because I think her writing is excellent. I mean, she's a good writer. She does good characters, and I can picture you know what what it is that she's talking about. And but there was just so much missing that I just I I don't know. And I I heard her talk, and she she said that you know I didn't think that this was a particularly happy extended family, but she said that. She thinks of this family as a very, very happy, happy family, and I, I just didn't understand, you know, what she was even talking about because, I don't know, it didn't seem like the most happy, you know, blended family that that I've ever heard of. So, I don't know. But anyway, I would have to say, Michelle, that I completely, if, if I could talk to Ann Paget, I would say, did she think this, these guys were happy? Of absolutely no. These the, these guys, they, these guys, they were not, they were not happy. Uh, they were not happy at all, and and um, yeah. I mean, like I said, it was like I said when they were kids, they were not some some of them. Some of them kind of hung out together more than others. But it, when they were kids, they were kind of grouped because every summer, every summer they would, they would kind of go to uh, uh, 
would kind of go to that same hotel and hang out. But really, like I said, do I think any of them were really happy? No. And as adults, they just kind of went off and did their did their own things and their own lives. And it didn't seem like they really didn't. I mean, there was some contact between them, but they all kind of drifted apart. But my my thing about this book that I didn't like you, you didn't really you didn't really know where it was going to go next. What character you would see? Like, okay, you see Franny, then oh oh, then you see and you see Jeanette, then oh, you hear a little bit about Albie, then. You hear a small mention of uh, you know of, of Caroline or Holly, and then it's like, uh, wait a second. My thing is like, why did she? Why did she decide to? What character did she decide to go to next? Why did she choose that person? There's, I, I agree. If this were like a 25, 30 hour book, this book may have been more. I, I could have understood because we would have gotten so much more detail. We could have we could have understood these characters a lot better. And my, I'm kind of with Alan. I've heard him say in interview in book discussion like this before if you can't really if you can't really like and care about the characters you don't really want to read the book and I mean I did I read this book basically because I wanted I mean I, I never if I can help it I never want to you know go to a book club discussion and talk about a book if I haven't read the whole thing I figure it kind of it makes it harder on the person who's trying to talk about it but I mean this book definitely was a struggle at times for me to for me to really get the uh, energy to really want to um, to, uh, to want to finish it, I, I'm trying to remember if I've read any uh, any other Ann Patchett books before. I think I may have years and years ago, but if I do, I've not remember it. Um, if I don't remember it, if I do, and I agree with Alan when I read this book, I'm like, okay, I actually down, I actually downloaded a bunch of her other books off of Bard on, onto another, onto one of my flat, onto my 497 uh, book uh, book uh, 64 gig flash drive. And I'm like, do I want to read any more of her books? At least at this, at this present time, uh, no, I definitely do not. I, I'm, I'm with I'm, I'm with Alan there. Like I said, this is not my usual kind of book. I mean, do I think she's a good writer? I think. I mean, I mean, uh, the thing, the thing I like. Well, the one thing I liked about her, uh, whenever she would describe, whenever she she would describe scenes about about, about the kids or about the kids or the things they were doing, like when she she described. Um, uh, when she described Fran- Franny and Le- Franny and Leon at that house with the with all those guests in that party, I can under- I could kind of see that going on in the beginning when you saw all, all the guys ma- all the guys were were they, they were they were pulling off those pulling off the oranges, you know, and they were getting all the they were trying to get the orange juice for all the for all the drinks and stuff. I could see that I could see that kind of ha- stuff kind of happening. So you, you could definitely picture some of these things going on, but it was so but it didn't really have any. Uh, there was no, there was no definite beginning, middle, and end. I mean, I, you know, a book doesn't have to be, you know, one, two, three. But I mean, there has to be some kind of something holding the narrative together as a book. And I just, I mean, like I said, I mean, uh, it's almost like it's almost like she was listening to music and she had her and she had her and she had her player on, music on shuffle play or something. I mean, it was just jumping from one scene or one song to the other. It wasn't you know, she wasn't playing her whole album at you know, oh, from one track to track or something. This, or that's just kind of how I thought of it, sort of. I'll even take that one step further. I like that analogy, Joshua. It's like she had her music on shuffle, but it's like they were shuffling before the tracks were even being finished. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't mind shuffling my my playlists and stuff, but man, this was almost like it would play part of the song and then shuffle before the song was even done, and. Uh, 
uh, if Anne Patchett thought these characters all liked each other, it sure would have been uh, jolly well nice if she had written that into the storyline and letting us let us see some of that. But uh, she didn't do that, and uh, uh, and I normally don't mind stories that jump in time and stuff if it, if it's presented well. But uh, this book just uh, I don't think she did a good job of jumping. Uh, she she jumped in in time sequence way too often and didn't do a good job of transitioning and and keeping the reader together uh, to 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 jump from scene to scene. In, in my opinion, uh, 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 I, I tell you, the one of my favorite books is South Abroad by Pat Conroy, and he jumps in time some too. But he 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 makes you like the characters, and he 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 keeps the the the, the time and the sequence jumping together and 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 leads the reader through it and stuff and i don't think she did a good job doing that in this book well i've read i think this is the sixth and patchett book that i've read and this is completely different from all the other books of hers that i've read Um, her most famous book is bel canto which is set in uh, south america and it's kind of an an adventure story um and then State of Wonder also is set in South America and also is kind of an adventure story. And I read her first book, uh, The Patron Saint of Liars, and I've read her books, um, I think it's The Magician's Assistant and another book called Taft. I don't know how many books she's written altogether, but I've read almost all of her novels. I probably have, have missed a few along the way. This one was by far my least favorite. Um, so I wouldn't say don't read her um, because Belcanto is is very good as is State of Wonder and I thought the patron State of Liners was actually pretty good too um, and all of them are much better than this book and have you know more coherent stories and, and interesting characters and stuff like that so I'm just going to mention um, the book for next time first of all I want to thank everybody for coming this evening um, even though we had kind of mixed opinions about the book I think we had a, a nice discussion um, um, and the book for next time is a book uh, it's actually a book that Sherry picked but I actually read this book a while ago so um, it was it was pretty good um, it's called Good Night June and the author is Sarah Gio which is J-I-O and Sarah is S-A-R-A-H and it's D-B-79544 I don't think it's a particularly long book. I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 hours. Um, And it's one of these books that has two storylines. One of them is a contemporary story about a woman who goes to Seattle. Um, Her aunt uh, dies, and she inherits her bookshop. And she kind of takes over the bookshop. And she also has a romance. So it it would be within the chiclet kind of genre. And the other one is a historical fiction um, storyline, which has the aunt uh, corresponds with um, a real-life children's book author, Margaret Weiss Brown. Um, and it was, it was, I actually like the historical fiction storyline better than the contemporary storyline, but it's not a real heavy book. It's kind of like a nice sort of light, you know, going into the summer kind of read. Um, and then, of course, we, we always take July off, so we're going to have a between June and then the next time we would meet would be in August. Um, When we meet in the beginning of July, it's when all the conferences are, so it's not really a great time to to be meeting. So the book for June 
the first Thursday in June is called Good Night June, coincidentally, um, and the author is Sarah Gio, J-I-O, and the DB number is 79544. And Joshua, I was just going to ask you if you could 